listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. What's going on, everybody? Another episode of 525 Sports coming at you with my main man, Cam Schneider. Cam, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good, dude. Yourself? You ready to play some uh, doctor or golfer towards the end of this episode? Dude, I am. I'm I'm sitting here with my puppy, and uh, and he is chilling on the back of the recliner like a cat. What's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We kind of disconnected there for a second. I asked, uh, you've been studying your uh, doctors in the Wichita, Kansas area? Because that's what no. I got pulled up for tonight's no. episode. No, I have not. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Have you been studying the uh, British Open Championship standings from uh, this last weekend? No. So do you not? You don't know who won the British Open? It was, wasn't it? Um, oh, gosh. I heard it on PTI yesterday, but I can't think of the guy's name. I'd never heard of him before. Good. This will be fun. What do you want to get into first? We'll play doctor versus golfer at the end. Man, let's talk about Tyreek Hill. Um, okay. So, some stunning news, um, or at least a little bit stunning. He didn't. Uh, he's not getting charged with anything, or not. Not that he's not getting charged with anything, but he's not having to serve a, a suspension. Zero games for uh, the Chiefs' wide receiver and uh, their best wide receiver, and arguably their best offensive weapon. Uh, I thought he. Should, was probably going to get a couple games at least. I thought he should have because of the threat that he made to his his girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever she is. Cam, um, your thoughts? I was shocked too. I thought for sure he'd at least get a game or two. I thought two was going to be the minimum. Um, but, you know, I heard somewhere that there's a collective bargaining agreement coming up and that this was Roger Goodell's way of kind of being lighter on the players to say, Hey players, we should come and negotiate with the owners and we should have um, a good collect, a good, good agreement coming up because I'm going to start to go lighter on the sentencing. Uh I don't really buy into that because I mean, if this was a serious charge, if this was a serious issue, then it, sh- it shouldn't be a, su- a subjective punishment, even though all of the NFL's punishments are subjective because it's it's one guy making the decision for all the punishments. But I was kind of shocked, if I'm being honest. I thought he would surely get one or two games. But I think the fact that we have no video just <laughs> plays a part. We have oh, the yeah. audio. We have the audio of him uh, threatening his girlfriend. And I think if there. Even then, that audio, especially after they released the full tape, the audio mm-hmm. is a bunch of he said, she said stuff. Right, right. which is why he didn't get a suspension. Right. I mean, really, when you look at it, you can't prove that he broke his kid's arm, and, and you can't prove really anything that is said in the audio other than him saying, you should be terrified of me too. Um, right. So, you know – because there's no provability to any of it. That's why there's no suspension. Um, he's back with the Chiefs, and, I, and they have taken on a new nickname, um, the Legion of Zoom. So we will uh, – <laughs> Who we'll, came up with that? I don't know. I read it on Twitter, and I like it a lot. We will All see right. We'll, we'll see. stick with it. I like that. <laughs> Go, what's our next topic, Bob? 
Let, let's keep going on with Chiefs. Okay, cool. Uh, rookies reported today to training camp. Uh, quarterbacks reported as well. And anybody who has been injured in the offseason, they reported today. Um, I heard a Patrick Mahomes interview this afternoon um, live from training camp. I heard an Andy Reid interview this afternoon from training camp. Um, I just wanted to what, – what are some expectations that you have from well, training camp? Well, I don't really – you know, training camp's interesting because I feel like for fans, especially fans like me who are stars for football at this point, it's something, yes. to, it's something to talk about, but you don't get a lot from it, you know, and especially people like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They're not big talkers. You're not going to give a lot away. So you sort of have to deduce from what you can. Um, Typically, when I look at training camps, I'm just hoping that we, you know, everybody, that that everybody stays healthy. Nobody gets hurt. um, Right. Because that is a concern. So you come out of there with no injuries, uh, get ready for the preseason, and uh, which is in a, you know, like a week from, from this coming Thursday. Is the That's first, crazy. Is the first preseason game, so uh, it's coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm as excited for this season of of Chiefs football as I have been in a long time. Uh, mainly, I, because, I'm more excited for this season than any other season I can think of in yeah, my life. Yeah, which you know inevitably is going to lead to them going <laughs> ten and six and being the being the five <laughs> seed in the in the AFC. Uh, but, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, there were people that, um, were angry that the Chargers got, uh, picked to win the AFC and we'll do a, we'll do an NFL preview, uh, sometime in the coming, in the, in the next couple of weeks. But what did you think of the Chargers being picked in the USA Today to win the AFC West? Uh, that's fine. Everybody, uh, can jump on that Charger bandwagon. Yeah, the they don't char- have they don't have fifteen under center the or Chargers. behind center, whatever. I mean, I think the Chargers are going to struggle if um, Melvin Gordon continues to hold out. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be an issue for them. Philip Rivers is not getting any younger. You know, people always talk about how like, oh, this is going to be the year that Tom Brady takes a step back. And he, he's he's forty two years old. Well, Philip Rivers, I think it's time for him to take a step back. Not he's that he plays on the right? he's old. He he's no spring chicken. No. Not that not to say that Philip Rivers is Tom Brady. He's not on Tom Brady's level. No, but, but he's he's a, a top tier quarterback. Or maybe not top tier. He's a second tier quarterback. He's what? in the upper half of the league. But I could I could see him I don't want to say falling off a cliff, but not having a good season. And Look then with at, Melvin Gordon holding out, I don't think he's going to hold out the entire season. But, I mean, that's a distraction that you don't want happening if you're trying to win the AFC West against the reigning MVP. I mean, look at the look at the erosion of Eli Manning. They were in the same draft class. I believe right. they're the same age. And Eli Manning sort of overnight, and this happens to, to, to athletes, um, sort of overnight just went from being – probably a top 10 quarterback in the league to stepping into sacks and throwing a lot of interceptions. Yeah. He turned so, into a pumpkin real fast. He did. So that could happen with the chargers. Um, I think the chiefs 
are have the most talent top to bottom in the division. Um, the Chargers are a pretty close set. Like, the Chargers are really talented. They're, they're really close. good. They're and they're close. really good on defense, too. They're and really they, good on defense. They, they are. And But it comes down to this. You know, they, they took a nap in the first game of the year last year against the Chiefs. Um, mm-hmm. They do that in a game. The Chargers and the Chiefs both do that in one game every year. There was one game they got no business losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, but but the AFC West is a two two team race to me. Um, the the Broncos and the Raiders are both going to be hot garbage. So Raiders especially that's going to be a a sideshow. Yeah, it is. Are, are you going to watch Hard Knocks? I, I don't have HBO, so no. Um, I'm thinking about getting my father in law's HBO Go password and uh, tuning in. I've never watched it. Never watched Hard Knocks. Oh, did, did you uh, uh, hit me up with that though? So then, <laughs> <laughs> like if you get it, you know. It, uh, if I'm I get a, it, I'll, I'll give you a play-by-play. I'll call I'm, you on the phone and I'll just tell you what's happening. Okay. I don't good. know. Could it be more entertaining than uh, Last Chance You? Dude, I was just getting ready to talk about that. Did you watch the whole thing yet? I just finished. Um, I just started episode eight. Just it's finished good. episode seven. It's great. I watched the whole thing in one day. That's what Chad told me. He, he did the same thing. He binged the whole thing. Yeah. I love it. I, it's I, great. I like the Garden City episode where their coach is uh, their coach is mic'd too. I think they should do that more often where the other coach is mic'd up as well. I thought yeah. that was very entertaining. Um, but I don't think – I probably – if I had to guess, I was talking to a coworker about this the other day. I don't think they're going to have, uh, have Independence back on next year because oh, of how no. – because of how mild mannered Coach Harris is, they don't want mild mannered coaches. And no, he's, they they want entertaining. He's their new head coach, and he's pretty soft spoken and pretty mild mannered. And I just don't think that's what they're looking for. Do you follow Jason Brown on Twitter? I don't. Uh, I'm not. Right. A, I'm not a Jason Brown guy. Okay, so he just wrote a book called "Love Me or Hate Me." I saw that. Mm-hmm. And he's he's uh. It's on Amazon. You can buy it on Amazon. But if you Venmo him or PayPal him directly, you can get an autographed copy for 50 bucks. Like he's been tweeting it out like, hey, Venmo me or send me uh, money on PayPal with your name and address and I'll give you an autographed copy. Oh, my goodness. That's that's shady business practice. It there, is. Boy. But uh, <laughs> do, do you expect any diff- anything different? No, no. I, I look, I. I like that show. Um, there's players that respond to the way he coaches, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be one of them. Yeah, uh, in 1980, they did. Well, Frank Martin had <laughs> – you know, Frank Martin coaches that way. Yeah, that's true. So – I don't um, know if he uses much uh, racial uh, – racially charged motivation. Prob- probably not, but I, I've heard from K-State fans that if you were in Bramlage during one of his games – um, it was a when when Bob Huggins was there. It was a competition between who dropped more f bombs, Frank Martin or Bob Huggins. Yeah, that that doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock me. Hey, let's move on to our next topic. Yeah, man. It's a uh, trade deadline. Royals at the trade deadline. It, it uh, trade deadline's coming up in eight days. July thirty first is the deadline. So maybe we're talking about this a little prematurely, um, but. I don't know when we're going to record our next podcast. Hopefully it's before the trade deadline. Right. Um, in my opinion, I think everybody 
is on the table. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. I mean, everybody has an offer or has, has an asking price. Like you should entertain all offers to everybody, including Mondesi and Merrifield. Yeah. Like if you were to, if you were to get the top five prospects back from one, this is just a pipe dream from right. one team's organization for Merrifield and Mondesi or Merrifield or Mondesi, you would take it. So the idea that, Oh, you know, player a player B and player C. Yep. They're on the trading block, but we're not looking to move Mondesi and we're not looking to move Merrifield. That's absurd. Everybody has a price that they, uh, that they would be able to listen to. So, um, yeah, let's just, I want to go down the lineup. We'll go down okay. to, uh, to tonight's lineup. Let me pull it up on Twitter. You want to buy or sell? You want to, you want to around the horn style, buy or yes, sell everybody? buy or sell. Yep, buy okay. or sell everybody. Well, I, got, I don't want to do tonight's lineup because my boy Bubba Starling, who went yard the other day. Yeah, they, they, you think he's on the table too? They just no, called not. him up. Okay, okay. No. Well, you said everybody a minute ago. And, and that... I mean, he's not on the t- – I mean, if you uh, – I think he's a tradable commodity. I don't think they'll move him. Okay, ready? This is the lineup from July 21st. Whit Merrifield, buy or sell the Royals trading him before the deadline? I'd buy it. I would. Um, I know a lot of people, that, I mean, for the right offer, obviously. Um, I know a lot of fans don't want him to because he's sort of a, they view him as a cornerstone piece for the future, and he could be, but um, he's also a player that's in his prime. And right. um, you can get a lot for him. So, uh I think I would I would for a good offer absolutely you listen. Alex Gordon buy or sell? I think I think I don't know I struggle with this because Gordo's been there his entire career and he doesn't really want to play for anybody else. Um, I would for, again for the right offer yeah you probably take it but I don't know who's looking at a thirty five year old outfielder however old he is at right. this point. I buy. I would buy them trading him a month ago, right? When his numbers looked looked a lot better, right? But <clears throat> his defense is second to none. If you're looking for and has been, it, it it has been forever, right? If you're looking for, especially a National League team, a fourth outfielder who can be a defensive replacement late innings, he would be a, a perfect guy to yes. trade for. Veteran leadership in the clubhouse. He's been there, done that, and he's a great defender. He's not bad with the stick, so I could see them trading him. I don't think they will because I think he has a no trade clause in his contract, so he has to approve of where he gets dealt to. Well, and like you said, I don't think he wants to leave Kansas City, which I don't blame him. That rules that out then because he's not leaving if he if he has any say about it. Yeah, Hunter Dozier. Uh, this dude can rake. Um, I would probably, again, I'm going to say this every time. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but for the right offer, you listen. Uh, I, I don't think they're trading, um, but, you know, I mean, if somebody gets desperate, then yeah. I sell. They will not trade him, and they shouldn't trade him. He's one, he's one no. of the cornerstones. Yeah, I think I they keep. I, can't think, I think they keep, keep Whit Merrifield, too. All right, here's an interesting one. Jorge Soler. Look, I... Jorge Soler has been 
pretty, and you follow the Royals closer than I do, but he's pretty been fairly disappointing this year, hasn't he? I mean, from what from what they thought he was going to be. Well, his home run totals are are way up. He's on pace to hit um, forty home runs. Everyone's so home he, run totals are way up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, the thing with Solaire is he's twenty seven years old, which is for a a power hitter. That's the that's the prime spot of a power hitter's career. Mm-hmm. And I got his stats pulled up on Baseball Reference right now. He's got 27 home runs. He's batting 250, which isn't horrible. That's that's kind of what his career track is. He strikes he's got, out or, he, or he hits home he, runs. Yeah, yeah. He strikes out or he hits home runs. His career, he's a, a 249 hitter. He's had 1,300 at-bats. So you kind of know what Jorge Soler is. Um, he's got an 850 OPS and a 523 slug. But, yeah, the strikeout numbers, compared to last year, they're down. Last year he struck out 121 times. This year, he's only struck out – or pardon me. I'm, I'm looking at – oh, man, never mind. His strikeout numbers aren't down. I was looking at that backwards. Last year, he struck out 69 times in 61 games. This year, he has struck out 114 times in 101 games. Okay, so they're so, up. Yeah, they're up. Um, yeah, he, he's a, definitely a feast or famine. I don't want to compare him to Chris Davis – that's Chris with a K, the one who plays for Oakland. But is that the, that's not the same Chris Davis who played for the Orioles, right? Can't different Chris Davis. Okay, yeah. But Chris Davis for Oakland, he's like he'll get you forty some dingers, but he also hits two thirty. So you're willing to take the the good with the bad because right. he'll he'll run into forty home runs just based off the fact that he's six five. 235 240 pounds and can just totally mash it when he gets a hold of it. I think they could they'll trade him um because of the power potential that he has. Uh but then again, I can see them not trading him because he's another dude that can hit home runs and there's a lot of guys that are hitting home runs this year. So Right. I don't know. The rest of this lineup that they got posted Chesler Cuthbert, I don't think it matters if they trade him or not. They're not going to trade Nicky Lopez. No one wants to trade for Billy Hamilton. He sucks. Well, um, well, Billy Hamilton's got a lot of speed, but his bat's weak. And all right, they traded, they traded Terrence Gore. Well, they, yeah, they did trade him. Yeah. for cash considerations. That's it. They gave the Yankees gave them him cat them cash, so that's what they would get for Billy Hamilton. Right. They're not going to get anybody's a top prospect for for, oh, oh, for Billy not. Hamilton. Um, what about Mondesi? Trade or no trade? I wouldn't. No, he's he's the best player on the team. Yeah, yeah, I would. He has the brightest all. future. He just has to stay out of uh, out of uh, um, injury issues, yeah. which uh, he's out for another couple weeks. What do you want to do next? Do you want to play doctor or golfer, or do you want to talk uh, best traditions in college? Sports. Let's talk about best traditions in college sports. It's gonna be fun when you when you when you came to this topic this morning. I had a little giddy, um, because I you and I both love college sports, football and basketball. Um, yeah. What are your What are some of your favorites? So, excluding KU, because we I'm all... not gonna exclude KU. I'll exclude KU because the rock chalk chant, especially at 
basketball games because it's a contained arena and it's sold out. It's like it's, monks, it's, it's monks chanting. Like if you're a KU fan that's only watched a game on TV and you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard the Rock Chalk chant. Do yourself a favor and actually go to a game in Allen oh. Fieldhouse and hear the Rock Chalk chant, especially like during a Big 12 game. It's yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to Here's it. Here's the thing. On Cam, TV. Cam, have you ever been to the Big 12 opener during basketball season? I haven't. It's insane. I when they blasted when they blasted Baylor like four years ago and beat them by thirty, and put up a hundred points on them. That uh-huh. was the and they were up like twenty five to four before Baylor could blink. That was the loudest I've ever heard Allen Fieldhouse. It was nuts. So go to the do yourself a favor and go to the Big Twelve opener if you ever get a chance. I will. So my first my first favorite tradition. And this is kind of a newer tradition, is the uh, the wave that they do at uh, the University of Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- uh-huh. It's in between the first quarter and the second quarter, and all the fans in the stands turn around and wave uh-huh. to the patients in the children's hospital right behind behind the stadium. That is just like I got I have goosebumps right now just talking about it. But like seeing it on TV gives me goosebumps. I'm sure if I ever went to a game at Iowa and was there to witness it. And do you see all the little kids waving back? I would be in tears. That's my, that's my first favorite tradition. That's the first one that I thought of. What about you? Uh, the first one that I, I thought of was actually another Big Ten school at Wisconsin. The jump around that they do before the fourth quarter of football games, especially uh, they play jump around by House of Pain, and the student yes. section just jumps up and down. Um Especially when it's cold outside and everybody's wearing coats and you can see their breath and stuff like that. I think that's that's fun college football stuff for me because I love those December games. You know, those late November games when it's cold outside. Uh-huh. Stay, staying inside when it's 35 degrees, making a big bowl of chili and watching college football all day. So uh, so that's, that's number one for me. My second one is um... – Mind you, I, I'm a band nerd. I was in marching band growing up uh, in high school, and then I played a little, little bit in college. I, uh, I like the Ohio State University marching band. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's one of the, I think it's the best marching band in the country for colleges. I know some of my K-State uh, compadres would stay, state otherwise, but do you know their head uh, band director at K-State? You know where he went to college? Ohio State, I'm guessing. Ohio State. So there you go. Dr. Frank Trace went to Ohio State. So I, I like uh, marching bands in general. I think that's an mm-hmm. awesome college tradition. But Ohio State University, especially when they dot the I in Ohio with a tuba player, I think that's pretty cool. Number two for me is when Florida does the Gator Chomp. Lame. Uh, you don't Lame. like that, really? Stupid. I, oh, I don't like, I don't like, I like any it. hand signals like – the hook 'em horns, I think that's stupid. Stingers up, sorry, Emporia State, that's stupid. The Gator Chomp, dumb. Hey, Cameron, real quick, since you mentioned Emporia, how about Emporia State's tradition of no no students ever coming to home football games on time? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is how about, true. How about that tradition? Uh, that, that's, that is a true tradition. All right, my last tradition <laughs> that I really enjoy. Oh, that's good. That got me. Um, is just, and I'm biased towards this one because my sister worked at Texas A&M, 
I just love all the 12th man stuff and all the chants that they do at uh, Texas A&M football games. Um, when Caitlin lived there, she lived down there for two years. She didn't go to many football games because she wasn't a student, but she was like, going to a game, it's like an all-day thing. Yeah. And yeah. there's – I can't remember how many people fit into Kyle Field. Right. But I want to say it's like 110,000 people that fit in that stadium, 120,000 people. And she was like, the entire stadium, especially the student section, is totally engaged in all these chants the entire game. Like, nobody sits to take a break. Nobody's, like, on their phone. I shouldn't say nobody's on their phone. But the vast majority of kids are like, all right, we're here to root on the team. So that's, that's yeah. my last one. Uh, my last one is Auburn throwing the toilet paper on the tumor screen yes. after an upset. I love that tradition. Um, I think it's great. So uh, shame on Harvey Updike for poisoning those tumor trees. I think he's still in prison, and he should be in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, Doctor versus golfer. Or yeah, golfer. let's do it. All right. So I uh, made it a point. We'll play real quick. Because we're running short on time. Yeah, we're already over. It's all good. It's it's that's our tradition. That's our Five, tradition. Five twenty-five, never being on time, never yep, finishing yep, yep. in twenty-five minutes. So I'm only going to pick from the uh, top twenty-five finishers in the British Open. Okay. <laughs> so actually, good golfers, and uh, I just did a little quick Google search of best at doctors in Wichita, Kansas, and I got that pulled up. So uh, let's uh, go to town. Okay. J- James Gilbaugh. That's a golfer, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> James Gilbaugh is a urologist oh. in Wichita, Kansas. I saw him last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, had a, I had a kidney stone a month ago. I saw him win. <laughs> Christmas. James Gilbaugh the third. <laughs> You're so bad at this game. <laughs> Last time I went like three of five. <laughs> All right. Keep you ready? Yeah. <laughs> J. Mark Melhorn. There's no, there's no chance of a golfer. Yeah, it's a doctor. He's an orthopedic surgeon in Wichita. Okay. <laughs> Shane Lowry. Oh, that's a, that's a dude that won. Yep, there you go. Yeah. You There's a golfer. golfer. Ding, 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 ding. Ace Fence is a golfer. Him and Brooks Kepka. That's yep, the only Brooks two Kepka. that I know. Golfer. Brooks Kepka. Yeah, you. I, I didn't ask you that. Um, next one I got for you is Steven Zilke. Z-I-E-L-K-E. Oh, that sounds sorry, like a... That sounds sorry, like Steven. A, that sounds like a doctor's name. It is a doctor. He is a uh, an OBGYN. <laughs> Do you know what that is, Ace? It's a lady park doctor, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, let's be mature. Jeez. All right. Two, we'll do two more. Um, oh, I'm going to so butcher this guy's name. Lewis. Uthshusen, O-O-S-T, 
H U I Z E N Lewis Ushusen. I don't know. Is he a doctor or is he a golfer? I'm gonna go with golfer. A what? A golfer? Yep, he is. He finished twentieth in the in the uh, British Open. All right, last one. Doc Redman. Oh, that's a golfer, dude. There's no way a doctor's name is Doc. Yeah, you're right. He's a golfer. He also okay. finished with a, 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 a tie for 20th. Did you know that... Uh, I didn't do too bad. No, you didn't. My uh, my cousin, one of my cousins, uh, he was born... He had some liver issues when he was a baby. And his uh, liver specialist, Dr. Jack Daniels. No way. I promise you. No way. Yep. <laughs> Well, he was a liver specialist. Yep, yep. No. Yep. All right, folks, that's all we got for you this week on 525 Sports. Thanks for listening. See you next week, guys. Oh, before we go, watch watch the basketball tournament on Thursday night in Coke Arena. I'll be there. All right, look for Ace. He'll be, uh, you're going to be sitting courtside or are you going to be kind of up a little ways? I'll be in the ADA section so the camera never goes up there. So if you don't want to watch, you don't have to because we never get any love. Ace, <laughs> I, give you lo- I give you love, Ace. I give I, you love. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, go, uh, see, Dr. go see Dr. Jack Daniels. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you <laughs> later, dude. Later, man.